and we cannot progress in something without putting in hours or effort. So it is as simple as the number of um, actions that you put in are going to lead you towards one path or the other. Your choice. Hello everyone and welcome back to the fourth season of Hackcast. I am Rado. I'm Ivo. And we have the honor to have Georgi to join us here for the fourth episode of the fourth season. Hey Georgi. Thank you for having me guys. Uh, from now on we will call him Joro. Uh, and just to clarify, Joro is the short name for Georgi. In Bulgaria, we have short names for the long names, which are not necessarily not necessarily have anything in common with the long names. So for Georgi, we are going to use Joro. Okay, you can use George or G-Man, whatever, whatever floats your boat. G-Man oh, uh, reminds me of Half-Life, but <laughs> let's get to Half-Life at the end of the episode. And if you are actually watching this episode, it means we have no technical issues and the episode managed to render because we had some technical issues but but thanks to Joro uh, who helped us uh, we managed to resolve them and we will see if this episode is going to air Joro before we before we uh, introduce you what do you think of our new recording studio it looks amazing I'm very happy that uh, you managed to uh, do this transformation in such a short time uh, and um, it reminds me of my own studio, uh, precisely the, the circles uh, behind me, which are awesome in your corporate colors. It looks really good. Um, what can I say? You have this uh, very, very uh, tiny space that you have um, uh, created um, a studio in, which is kudos to you for doing this. I started my own podcast, uh, the video version of it, probably around uh, three and a half years ago in uh, identical space. And now I have moved to, to something like 20 square meters, which is... Uh, proper studio. Proper, proper studio for like for my standard. It's not a TV studio, but uh, for the podcast, it's uh, pretty good. And uh, thanks to the amazing, of course, uh, Decibel Acoustics, yep. we have uh, an amazing uh, and very soundproof studio, back-end home. Well, we basically waited for you to create your studio so we can get uh, some ideas and inspiration and do our studio. So thank you uh, again for uh, doing your studio so we can do our studio after you. Thank you for uh, Teddy's assistance in my studio too as a member of uh, my community. Uh, she helped me paint it and then color it and then put the uh, carpet. Uh, so now uh, everything was just for the acoustic uh, company, Decibel, just to put the, the different, because I have also different walls with different type of uh, soundproofing and uh, it uh, ended up being amazing. And every time I enter and turn on one of the LED panels just to have a ambient light, I'm like, oh my God, I have this studio. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sounds really good. And we, we are talking about studios, but uh, Joro is uh, perhaps one of the OGs of the podcasting in Bulgaria and he has one of the longest running podcasts called the Superhuman Podcast uh, which is in Bulgarian and it's it is indeed uh, an inspiration to for, for us all because uh, he invites guests from 
all various uh, industries and uh, kinds and uh, backgrounds and manages to uh, do a very thoughtful and thorough conversations with them. And you can always find something that's meaningful to you and something that you can relate to. Uh, but I might not be the best person to uh, pitch the superhuman podcast that Joro is doing. So Joro, please tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, I had the honor of uh, having both of you on the podcast. So uh, I started, everything started seven years ago, seven and something, almost eight now. Were you the first podcast? No, I believe that Bulgaria is pretty much following the Western ideas uh, for anything, podcasts included. Yes. Uh, so in 2008, when Joe Rogan started his podcast, I believe he created uh, a movement before it was cool. Uh, there were technical difficulties of having a, a podcast on your on your mobile dev de device, first of all, because we didn't have uh, enough memory on them and then we didn't have uh, the internet to keep them streaming, etc. In 2010, someone started a podcast in Bulgaria, but I couldn't remember the name of it, but it was something like entrepreneurial IT related mm -hmm. stuff. Right, yeah. Uh, and I believe that the technical difficulties were one of the reasons that it didn't last. In 2016, when I started the Superhuman podcast, everything was inspired by my dream, uh, which is to help others lead uh, healthier, better and happier lives and to have this impact on uh, people. And the first thing that came to my mind was the answer of this question for myself. Okay, what helped you? change your mindset, the way that you were uh, dealing with life. And uh, at that moment, I was such a fanboy of a podcast called Addicted to Success, which I was listening to all the time. I was at that time working Lufthansa Technik, Material 2016? Flow Management 2016. Oh. And working Lufthansa Technik, I was following different um, shipments of uh, spare parts for aircrafts. I was also organizing some transportation. I was later on um, moved to a different uh, team, different department. Then I moved to, to Lufthansa Hamburg, uh, Lufthansa Technik in Hamburg in 2017. But uh, during the time that I was working and uh, mainly answering emails and tracking in DHL.com different shipments and uh, it was a repetitive job. Mm. And I couldn't listen Uh, to my colleagues talking on the phone and this uh, the noise the white white noise of an office and I I spaced out I just wanted to listen to something that gives me that you can me. relate to not only but uh, I wanted to listen to something that improves me in a way All right. and going through SoundCloud because YouTube was uh, blocked on the corporate uh, right. access <laughs> And I was like, okay, SoundCloud, and I don't even remember what I typed, but I ended up listening to the Addicted to Success. And then I was like, okay, uh, I've heard that Tim Ferriss has mm. a podcast. Mm. I read the four-hour work week, but his conversation were too too vague, too without an aim, without a topic, without. Uh, Uh, like a really in-depth conversation. They were more about life in general over a glass of wine, something yeah. that we would do if we had, instead of coffee glass and of water, wine, yeah. glasses yeah. of wine. Yeah. 
And this is why I stick to Addicted to Success. And when this idea to have my own podcast came to my mind, I was like, this was so transformative in my life. So, but there's no such thing in Bulgaria. Why why shouldn't I do it? And I started it with an iPad, which was uh, something that I want from a Visa, from my credit card and (laughs) Visa's uh, um, game, cashback game of my credit card, which was... something that I was not expecting. I, I I thought it was some kind of a scam. Someone calling me and telling me, hey, won, you've won the biggest <laughs> you prize. You won an iPad. <laughs> and I was like, what's the biggest prize? And he's like, an iPad. I was like, oh my God. I, I didn't have any i uh, devices, any Apple devices. Microsoft was, uh, and Android was everything that I was using. And I started using my iPad as my notebook for my uh, clients in fitness. This was, I was using uh, Google Docs and uh, Google Sheets to have uh, the uh, different um, exercises with the kilos and the repetitions, everything in it. And this was 2015 in the in the winter. And then in the summer, I started the podcast. I was like, okay, this podcast came to me to be the device that I started the podcast with. And uh, another added value for it was that I could put my iPad in my backpack, mm. hop on my uh, motorcycle, and go to a very busy person's office to prevent him and her to get out of the office, get out of his workflow, uh, trans, uh, um, travel to somewhere, uh, look for a parking space, etc., etc., etc. I was like, it would be easier to get a yes mm. When I'm going and coming to your office uh, on on foot on on bike, and uh, interviewing you right there and there, then and there, and then um, everything started off with with this convenience, and of course with the fuel that I had in my belly because I recognized that this is what I want to do. I want to get to know interesting people that I can access to, but the other people in Bulgaria could not people that are doing positive things, giving positive example. And um, imaginarily, for me, I was um, thinking that one of the episodes must help one person, just at least one person. This was my OKR. One one episode is helping one person, that's enough. I don't need anything like uh, in terms of uh, confirmation that it really works. And I knew that I had to improve myself in terms of questioning people, interviewing them, listening deeply. I did a podcast to learn myself to listen because I was a, a talker, obviously. <laughs> uh, you can see it, um, patterns. And then um, one day I received a um, message from Teddy mm. that she found uh, the episode with you. And this was one of the first, like, uh, very, very big confirmations that I was doing something that really matters. People from around Europe and the world coming back to Bulgaria to work with um, with companies and with the people that they've listened to on the podcast. Yeah, this and is how we started working with Teddy, by the way. It it is, and again, thank you. Yeah, no, it, uh, no, thank you, and thank thank you, Teddy. Uh, and Teddy is great. Yeah, of course, of course. Everyone that's listening to the Superhuman Podcast <laughs> is great, and also the guests. Yeah. So yeah, this is how it all started. And um, in 2017, I moved to Frank uh, to Hamburg to work there, and I had the, in the back of my mind this thought: Okay, what if someone says I cannot work on my dream? And I will say, but I'm in Hamburg, and I work on my mm. dream remotely, mm-hmm. and it it works. It it it's uh, getting better and better. And yeah. Um, 
Everything uh, for this one year that I was in Hamburg was going smooth. I focused on what's the most important thing for the podcast. It was to have a new episode every Tuesday. And in the beginning of 2018, I was like, I cannot be here anymore. People are messaging me more and more that I'm helping them. I want to go to Bulgaria and try to convert it into something that's sustainable and uh, that reaching more and more people. And in 2018, in June, on the 2nd of June, which is one of the national uh, celebrations here, mm, if yeah. you've been to Sofia on the 2nd of June, at 12, midday, uh, everyone uh, is going to stop because there will be like sirens everywhere in the cities in, uh, throughout Bulgaria. Because one of the, the greatest heroes of the national revival, the person that gave his life away to uh, for the freedom of Bulgaria, Christo Botev, was um, shot on the uh, 2nd of June. Yeah. And uh, every time, every year that I hear the, the, the sirens, I was like, uh, one year ago, two years ago, three years ago, I mm -hmm. came back on this date. Was it worth it? And every time I say... Uh, It, of course it was worth it. You're like free to do whatever you want and to help people improve their lives and talk to amazing uh, uh, leaders here in Bulgaria that are driving a positive change and like these people here that I'm having my opinion with. And uh, yeah, it's um, this is a very, very short story about this seven and a half year long journey. 374 episodes on the day that we are recording this. I'm releasing 374. That's actually wow. extremely impressive because we were running some numbers for how many episodes we're going to record next year, 2024. And it's like, ah, 12 is okay, but you know, <laughs> running with 300 is impressive. And yeah, I think I think we you deserve to to have an episode like three hours long episode where you tell your story. Uh, but for here, for episode number four of Hackcast, what are we going to talk about, Ivo? We are going to talk about remaining healthy in the IT industry. Actually, this is a part of my story too, because <laughs> the podcast logo is a superhuman. It's an atlas. Yeah. It comes from Atlas Shrugged. And why is that? Because when I started the podcast, when I was starting the podcast, I realized what is the thing that helped me the most uh, in my life in terms of um, feeling capable and energetic to do things. Mm -hmm. And in 2013, three years be before I started the podcast, I um, was introduced to a person called Waza Ratkov, back in the days, a very influential fitness uh, fitness guru, I must say, because he was not only coaching, but uh, uh, doing conferences, seminars, telling people about the importance of uh, The, the proper squats and movement and not sitting on a chair the, all day. And this was always related to IT industry in a way because people in the IT industry back in the days as well, they had the best um, uh, perception of how can movement and uh, uh, physical exercise improve their lives. And they ho also had their, the, the resources because... Um, Bulgaria has moved a lot in a positive direction in these last 10 years, but now there are thousands of people uh, in the in IT industry. But before that, uh, it was some kind of a, a hand-picked number of professionals. Yeah, And I started working uh, on my uh, health and fitness, and then I did an internship for lift to lift his program. And then in 2015, I even started... Um, 
you became a working. coach. I became a coach. Yeah, I started working. I've worked yeah. with you. Yeah, I've worked with together. you yeah. a bit. And then we, uh, when I was coming back to Bulgaria, we had this idea with Lazar that uh, we're going to make a business together, fitness mm. business. So it can uh, bring in cash that I can that I can do the podcast for like absolutely for free, like a cause, which was um, something that I learned back uh, like a couple of years ago that it, it cannot work because you need to be putting your 100% of your efforts in one thing and then it, it gives you back, it pays you back. It doesn't need to be verified something that's um, bringing in the sustainability of your business. You can do a podcast and get money from it if it's... Uh, Really, it has the reputation, it has the content and the um, substance mm. that's valuable. And uh, I last year I quit uh, working on fitness at all. That's that's actually I, I didn't know that, and it's an interesting story. Uh, but uh, it's part of the reason why I came back because I yeah. thought I can pay my bills with this, and then I can keep going and growing my podcast. But at some point, it was just uh, too much of a. Um, a uh, a burden, all the operations, all everything that I had to do. I was like, okay, I know it. it it's helping other people, mm. uh, people as well, and this is one of my values. It's like uh, helping others and impacting their lives. But and for for the first time in my life, I quit doing something impactful, positively impactful, to focus on something that's more impactful. That's a great story, by the way, and there is a good takeaway. Uh, for focusing uh, on something that drives you and giving it a hundred percent, so you can feel good with the with the results and the impact. And I mean, remaining remaining the topic, uh, mm -hmm. remaining healthy in the software industry mm -hmm. is the name of the episode. Or, or to generalize in the IT industry, I think it's still a very very relevant topic. And uh, we all know that the default state. And I believe this is still true in the IT and software industry is that people are not as healthy as they would like to be. Not to use the word unhealthy, but not as healthy as they would like to be. And perhaps, Ivo, what's your gut feeling about that? Why do you think this is the case? <laughs> as someone not very healthy in the IT industry, <laughs> I can... Not as healthy <laughs> as you would like to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that... Uh, the industry definitely gives you a way to run to uh, work long hours, so it, it's pretty it's, it's pretty common that, that that people work more than eight hours a day, just because you can just physically, basically your 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 working time never can never end. You can just continue working and just don't leave the office. When when in some other you know, industries there are like fixed period of time, you, you you can work and then you just can't. If you're a teacher, then you're just just your um, students. Let's say they they go home and you cannot continue. Uh, which is which is one thing, and on the other hand, uh, you're really stuck in front of the computer, basically, basically all day. Mm -hmm. So you're you're sitting mm -hmm. for eight hours at least. At least, yeah. Um, I think the 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 job involves quite a lot of stress. There are other professions that are much more stressful, and if we go into um, like medical medical professions for example yeah. yeah doctors and physicians uh, and ER ER personnel it's much 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 more stressful so uh, we cannot claim like it's the most stressful job but it it's still quite mm -hmm. stressful mm -hmm. and uh 
when you combine those things, like you are not moving a lot because you commute, then you sit in front of a computer and then you again commute and then you sit on your sofa. Like this yeah. is this is the default. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is enough stress to make you uh, lose focus on other habits like eating healthy and moving and doing something like a physical activity. Yeah. And it can also impact your sleep. And all of this, it, when you combine it, uh, it leads to either burnout or people being... It's it's a negative spiral. Yeah, it's, negative it's spiral. a negative spiral because if yeah. if you allow something that you're doing throughout the day to impact your sleep, the sleep therefore impacts the next day and it, it's getting progressively worse. And one thing that our brain has in... Uh, as a mission in our life is to keep us uh, alive. And w- what the brain does very well is to normalize things. Yeah. So you're like working long hours, uh, sleeping six hours a night or something like this. And then you're like, yeah, I can do it. I can handle it. I've been doing it for months, for years. And at some point, the progression of stress is, uh, uh, and the next leap in, in stress uh, leads you to a healthy consequence. There are two because in the beginning I was thinking, okay, I've improved positively m- the way that I feel in my life. And uh, in the podcast, I was asking successful people what lead, what led to them uh, change the way that they treat their bodies and treat their health. Therefore, and some of them are IT professionals. I had. Um, Botron founder uh, Georgi Dinkov, for, for example, who was uh, so, so focused on strength uh, training, and and so on and so on, and all these people were like either saying one of these two things: the level of discomfort that you felt at some point became so big that you're like, I cannot um, leave my health to rot. Uh, and I need to do something about it. The second thing is a game-changing moment, which 100% of the time is something negative like um, diabetes, some mm. kind of a really, really tough um, heart attack. Health scare. Like health scare, massive health scare. And uh, then people are like, okay, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't see how I got here. Uh, yeah, of course. And uh, because people prioritize working a lot like putting in your head into something a lot but not thinking about because the results of a the good career in in IT comes with a lot of hours yes. same thing applies to good health so if you same thing applies to having a, a positive family uh, relations yeah. everything in this particular life, the human life, is related to the number of effort and the time that you attribute towards this given action. Mm. And it's not an action to spend time with your kid, but uh, when it's a baby, like I'm uh, currently going through this, but spending hours with it is building a bond. Spending spending hours with you, either running or weightlifting or jujitsu or swimming or etc., It, it it tells your body listen you're very important to me like in in a, some kind of a subjective manner and we cannot progress in something without putting in hours or effort so it is as simple as the number of um, actions that you put in 
are going to lead you towards one path or the other. Your choice. I just wanted to say thank you for watching Hackcast. It means a lot to us. We are doing all of this because we want to provide value to you, our viewers and our subscribers. We hope that you find the conversations that we're having with our guests interesting and you will continue watching Hackcast. Of course, now we have a very specific goal to get to a thousand subscribers. And in order to say thank you to uh, our thousand subscribers, we will pick one of you once we get there and send this beautiful Dust Keyboard 6 Professional. It's a very good keyboard, it's a professional keyboard. And we uh, really, really, really want to send this keyboard to someone. So if you are not subscribed to our channel, please subscribe and we will continue making valuable content for you. Thank you. Let's let's break this down. I think uh, the, it's worth to break this down. So uh, we will get to movement. We'll get to food and nutrition. We'll talk about mental health also. Uh, but usually, and if we focus on the IT and software industry, stress comes from because people are dealing with complex problems deadlines and because there's quite a lot of uh, push from management and upper management and bosses and deadlines that are not always uh, realistic and uh, every everyone's trying to measure everything where like building software is it sounds like it is going to be the easiest thing to measure because it's like uh, working with computers uh, and, and it's quite quantifiable, but it turns out to be the opposite. It, it It's really hard to predict something without getting there. Like mm -hmm. it's a system where you need, in order to figure out the outcome of step number 10, you need to do step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exactly. Eight and nine. And when somebody asks you, how long is uh, going to take you to get to step number 10? Uh, the honest answer is I, I will know. tell you once I get there I will look back and tell you it took me three days uh, I can do my best to uh, give you an estimate but the thing is at, at least in our industry whenever you give an estimate it's a, it's an immediate date, deadline everybody's saying give me an estimate a ballpark I will not treat this as a deadline and then you say a number and then this is now the deadline so all of all of this <laughs> Causes, at least from uh, from our experience, we're speaking right now from experience mm. and working with people and managing and leading people. This causes a lot of stress because you are not in control of the out outcome of your work. In it's no the, means, it's the same thing as putting a deadline on the weight that you're going to lose, and you cannot do this that's, because that's you're putting a person. deadline as a result, and the deadline. Uh, is uh, something that's pushing you and the, the the point of the deadline for me is to make you um, feel more responsible towards putting in action because the only thing that takes you from A to B is the actions that you did on the way mm -hmm. and um, I, when, when you were describing how uh, IT industry works in terms of steps one one following the other it's like asking a very, uh, like a painter to draw a picture. And you say, I want a picture of a bird. Give me a ballpark. When is it going to be ready? <laughs> so you can, I can draw a bird in like five seconds yeah. and I can, uh, I'm not a drawer, but generally uh, an artist is going to take some time to observe birds, uh, to learn what kind of bird would you like on what kind of background, etc., etc. And it's the same thing, the, 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 the he's going to use his mind mm. to 
convert what he sees into what he draws and then voila the outcome and because we are spending so much time thinking about problems and how to draw this and how to uh, uh, com- uh, compile this or, yep. uh, or solve this solution we're going through this movement from physical work physical labor to mental labor yeah. and IT people are creative people. I mean, they are objectively creative people. They have, uh, they have the math background. They have the logic behind it. I am very um, good in. Uh, I was going through some uh, ba- basic software development courses, and it's in me because I have the first I don't know, 14 uh, years of my life going through uh, mathematical problems all the time. I love it, but. Um, we are being treated as like some kind of a factory of like you exactly. create something let's uh, uh like um a pr- mass production it's not mass production one item might take you 10 days the other might take you 100 days there there are a lot of uh, variables in in this industry and i don't know how to uh, treat the, the the problem apart from take care of your body in a way that's going to allow you to work better quicker sleep better and uh, have a happy life because it's uh, it's not only physical uh, uh, physical but also emotional way that you treat your body because if you're unhappy it doesn't matter how many um, apps do you you can see if you can see six or eight apps on your belly mm. if you're an unhappy person you're an unhappy person generally uh, so it's that's the end of the game mm. but if you have a body that allows you to do the things that you love and a body that allows you to work in a way that you feel like you you're improving and mm. your work matters and you're spending time with people that you love having a conversation or uh, going out with uh, girls or boys or uh, having some social life and then you're like I feel happy in my life so yeah. simple things that are basically helping you treat the problem with the stress and we are like treating the stress like okay i'm going to put everything in it and w- whenever i'm ready it's like everything will go away no <laughs> it never works like this it yeah. never works like this you and get what you tolerate says joko willing and i love reminding people yeah. about this because next time you said oh boss i did it in 14 days this was amazing okay next time you do it in 12 days and you're like i didn't do it do it in a less time next time mm. i did it because i had a deadline Uh, but because you don't say okay i need um to leave so i can do my workout so tomorrow i'll be fresh and keep working on it you and it's um it's a very uh complicated matter because we are also treating it in a in a way that everyone treats it for himself there is no universal formula for it mm, mm. And uh, I really like this uh, the Joe Rogan quote uh, you get what you tolerate Joko Willink Joko Willink oh it's the other with J <laughs> uh, Joko Willink even better and we usually uh, the way we address this particular kind of stress that's very specific to the work that we do uh, at least here in Hacksoft is we have we always tend to run in teams that have a support system like you mm. are never on your own mm. like it's the client is acting in a bad way well someone will step up someone will will come and help you either figure out how to talk with the client or it, it will talk on your behalf mm-hmm. and we've seen good results because the the things that i observe in other companies is that people are left on their own 
and this does doesn't help them with uh, with the stress and managing things and managing expectations and removes the joy of the work which i think it's it's a really really bad thing because you you then are just going through the motions to get the paycheck you can have a happy life and you can balance it uh, you can be completely miserable at work and then okay and happy outside work and that's okay, that's fine if it's paying the bills uh, but at least what we try to do is to always have teams and always have a support system and always have some kind of a risk assessment function meaning if a client gets too toxic can we just say mm. yeah I've, goodbye. I've, I've listened to these episodes in the previous season and that's the hard part because sometimes if you do something quite quite drastic and you try always try with diplomacy like uh i became a big fan of diplomacy for the last for the last couple of years you always try to work out the problem in a way that fits both parties but sometimes you have to figure out hey if if we uh remove this client uh, how is this going to affect us financially can we can we afford it do we have to like uh let someone go from from the company what, what what do we have to do and it's and it's an interesting interesting topic and interesting balance uh but this is particularly my observations for the software industry people are getting a lot of stress when they're left on their own and they have no one to turn to and no one to ask for help and they're just but what, if, what do I, what do i do but this applies to humanity in general if you leave someone to uh, uh dig dirt somewhere on, on his own it, he'll feel like left alone not part of a group his work won't have any impact whatsoever so um we need to remember that uh, together it's it's uh, way more fun even like the stupid jobs because you do it with someone and you're sharing this experience you can talk to someone and uh, uh taking care it, it's very interesting for me to ask how do you how do you guys um approach people from your team that really um need to take care of themselves do you encourage them do you like uh, raise uh, a hand in a way or do you expect them to raise a hand and say i'm like overworked i need to have like uh, this afternoon for a walk or something like this how do you treat it because in a way the IT industry is like picking up smart people but sometimes the smart people are like um not being able to treat themselves that's true what what do you do you well we work really closely with people mm. so whenever someone in my team is underperforming or just looking looking sad or looking i don't know mm, if 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 i can spot a red flag mm. uh, i'm i'm just having one on one with the person talking about her or 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 his problems and how 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 i can help or we as a company can mm-hmm. help and i'm no do they say well well some people are just oh nothing everything's fine i will figure it out and i try to dig deeper to understand what's going on um uh, what what's what what i'm really doing is trying to be really close with the people mm-hmm. i work N- not not like close working with each other but close as as human beings mm-hmm. so so i think that i definitely know what's happening with the people that i work mm-hmm. with and that really helps me a lot to to first of all do do my job better and second of all be better as a, as a lead in the teams that i participate mm-hmm. so that's what i do rado it's it's kind of the same but uh at least from my experience you 
you have to be careful with pushing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the most important factor here is if this person trusts you. Because if they don't have trust or they have lost their trust, they will just say, "Oh, it's not there, nothing. I will, I will figure it out," and then um, hand you their uh, one month notice. Like mm-hmm. we've seen this happening. But if they, uh, if they trust you at a certain point, working with them, talking with them, you will see what the problem is. Uh, they will tell what the problem is, and then the problem is going to be addressed. And again, from my experience, uh, I've seen this happening more easily with uh, women. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I've seen men having more of an ego to overcome before Mm -hmm. uh, we can address uh, a certain problem because sometimes people feel like they should be Be able to uh, overcome this and be strong. On their own. On their own. Yeah, this is what, what we usually do as men. We're like... Uh, men should not have feelings, they should not cry, they should be able to do it on their own, which is not true. Yeah. And that's why I visit a therapist and it helps a lot. So um, because we are digging into a, a topic, being a healthier as developers, as IT people, uh, and um, why do you guys put so much importance on stress? Because we've seen that stress is the factor that deteriorates health because whenever you're stressed, you are starting to skip the things that can help you improve your overall health, like uh, physical activity, mm. eating healthy, and getting sleep. Because when you are, uh, and being being a social creature in a community, like whenever someone says, I will skip, skip lunch because I have too much work, and starts doing this over and over and over again, and then I will not go to the gym tomorrow because I have too much work, and this too much work, the only driving factor for actually saying this is is, is the stress of I, I am not good enough, I'm not performing enough, uh, something bad will happen if I don't deliver this. Mm. And that's why for me, stress is the driving factor of all of this. If you're not stressed... Quick, okay, uh, what do you think, Ivo? <laughs> a lot of things. Well, well, well. I think you probably heard from from a lot of people. I will start training whenever this project is done, or whenever, whenever I'm done with this team and I get to my new new job where I'm not going to mm-hmm. face any kind mm-hmm. of, of stress or, or or difficulties. So I think that things are really interconnected together. Yeah, they they are interconnected. But I'm asking this question because um, having too much stress is itself like the red flag, but um when someone says i have too much like going back to what i said a bit earlier too much work means i cannot think of a way to solve the issue like technical wise mm-hmm. or because you're not uh, not anymore you're like writing c++ type of uh, coding that you're like building everything you're basically combining blocks of more or less and trying things is there a way that this support between people can lead into like quicker way of finding solutions? This uh, <laughs> this is an interesting topic. Finding quicker solutions will not, uh, in most cases, get get the job done faster. Okay, quicker, like in terms of a, a, a faster process of finding a solution for for the issue. What what is the issue that gives stress in such typical ways? I have too much work. I have to do this. Like I have something to do. Well, it's not always I have a lot of work. That's why I'm not uh, keeping care of myself. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes the stress is 
at least for me, the stress is not produced for the amount of work that I need to finish, mm -hmm. but on taking decisions. And as an okay. IT people, we do a lot of decision making. There we go. Yeah, and decisions that we are accountable for after okay. this. Mm -hmm. So, so, so when basically on our day-to-day -day job, even as even as a software developer or as a manager or any mm -hmm. kind of IT role, you're taking a lot of decisions. Okay. And these are those, and these are important decisions that you're accountable for those decisions after that. And especially when you are not like really good at taking them mm -hmm. or it's the first time you take such kind of decisions mm -hmm. it is stressful of course okay and then at the end of the day you may be ready by nothing expects more from me but i just feel like oh it was a long day i had a pizza and watch some tv and don't do mm -hmm. anything to the rest of the day because i'm tired thank you carbs uh okay <laughs> so uh, uh in the beginning of our conversation i tried to rotate the focus towards different things that more or less like painting and de software development. It's the same thing. Like when the painter decides to use a color, it's something that you decide. It's his uh, responsibility to draw something and uh, he they has the responsibility to choose the colors correctly, mm -hmm. for example. But the same thing applies to our body. We are responsible for our body. And the problem is... Um, that we usually spend so much time and effort and responsibility on our work mm. to become financially uh, stable uh, and uh, not only us but our families which which means basically we are sacrificing our health to get a lot of uh, money or uh, some kind of to provide to provide for the future and then we reach a place when the future should provide for us because we are like um, uh, our our health is ruined and this is um it's something like the egg and the, the chicken mm. what, what's mm. first and there should be a balance because uh, for example i have a very very good friend of mine we, we say yeah but you should be like a bit more intelligent to realize that you're overworking your body. This is not going to lead you to, uh, uh, to a good place. But I had a friend of mine that works for Apple in, uh, in uh, San Francisco, and he's a Mensa member. So in a room with 500 people, more or less, he's uh, the first or the second smartest person yeah. in terms of IQ in, in, in a room of 500 people. But he's like, I don't know, 200 kilos at the moment. Oh, no. And this is because he's focusing so much on his work and does so little about his health, which basically sends a signal to the body, okay, help me get through this and this and this and this and this and this and keeps going. But at some point, the body will say, I cannot do this anymore. And... Um, uh, Alternatively, alternatively, you can uh, see what the body wants. You provide it to the body, like I need a walk. Mm. I need water because a lot of the food that we are getting is uh, our um, built-in reflex of having fruits or having any kind of food because it consists water. Yep. But we are having food and not water. And water is one of the most important uh, things that uh, are helping the sediety index, which is the, f the to feel ourselves full. Yeah. Water, uh, protein, and uh, fibers. 
three things. And fiber is what? Fruits and vegetables. Protein is like meat, eggs, yep. fish, and then there you have water. And all these three, consist when, when you have them at every meal, then you're going to be feeling very well. And where are the processed foods? Nowhere. They're just calories into smaller quantities of food that you can eat all the time and don't make you feel yep. full. And you need to feel full because feeling full is... Uh, um, I, I cannot work when I'm hungry. I'm such a bad... I'm such a such a sour person when I'm hungry. And um, having water regularly um, keeps my uh, appetite low and uh, helps me feel fuller with less food. Hmm. And this is one of the things that are... Um, no one... This simplicity, no one is talking about it. Because you don't need healthy food. Because healthy is like uh, a label. It's a marketing. It is a marketing, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's... Uh, uh, awareness would be the word. Uh, what's the awareness towards food? What's the awareness towards movement? What's the awareness towards sleep? These are the three pillars. Fourth is like fun, of course. Emotionally, you need to have fun. And... Um, my my experience on these three things, you need to uh, create habits based on all of them. And habits means make them part of your life in an easy way. That, therefore, there are the bracelets that are saying, okay, uh, get up from your desk. But you're in the middle of a task and I know what it is to feel inspired. You're like, okay, I have the solution. Let me write it down or let, let me do it. And um, therefore... You can make shorter periods of training, mm. which is training because you are training to be there, not work, uh, to do resistance training, to do runs, to do swims, to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and focus on, in because this is what I do in the last five years. I don't go to the gym anymore. I go to my dojo and then I struggle and I sweat and it's hard and I get humbled every day. And this is, uh, the most important thing for me, wake up, go and train. And mm. then the rest of the day is amazing because I've been uh, <laughs> choked. I've <laughs> been, uh, uh, my joints have been locked. I have been pressured by some like guy 30, 40 kilos above my weight. I'm 85 kilos and it's hard, but I've did uh, every day. I, I, I did the most important thing for me, mm. taking care of my body. And and this is ha a habit, but I don't want any, any everyone to have this habit. I want everyone to have the awareness of what the sport that gives me joy, what I love doing. It might be hiking, it might be a walk in uh, in in the park, it might be a run in the park, it might be go to the to the to the swimming pool, get some lens, uh, go to the gym, uh, did do some uh, weight strength strength resistance training, uh, or do some yoga if you're a lady mm. or your ladies can do all, of course, but just yoga might be a bit more um, yeah, of course a, a yes. lady thing. But I I did yoga too, and it was great for my also for my emotional well-being and food comes like the next step okay i'm now moving what should i give my body in terms of energy so i can sustain the the activity that i'm doing because physical activity would lead to like better appetite better appetite would lead to more calories might be a two-edged sword yeah. 
You're like, okay, I'm training a lot, and uh, then you're eating like two, three pizzas on lunch. You're rewarding yourself for the effort. And then the <laughs> last thing would be sleep, and this is the if there is one thing that's like the ultimate super drug, it is sleep. Mm. Because sleep regulates the way that our body um, gets uh, um, back to optimal shape, like muscles, tissues, joints, everything, and mental. Mm. In a mental way, to be able to defragment our hard, hard drives, the information that we had to remember better, we need these four hours for the body and four hours for the for the mind and the emotions. And people are like, no, I, I'm sleeping four hours, and it's for in the, for me it was like it was for Kobe Bryant. You're not Kobe Bryant. Don't don't do like Kobe Bryant things <laughs> because you're not leading the Kobe Bryant life. Yeah. And sometimes people that are overweight come to trainers and say, I don't. I'm a lady. I don't want to be muscular. Mm. But you're overweight. You cannot be muscular because before being muscular, you need to go down the weight scale. Uh, work on habits and then you need to start to train like a person that's going to become a muscular and uh, you have two kids a nice job a corporate career in it company and this is not your main priority to be a um, to something some someone that's uh, going to i don't know olympics for um, cr crossfitters or yeah. Yeah, yeah. bodybuilding championships so it's um uh, we are rationalizing things as people which prevent us from leading a balanced life and uh, all these three things under like the one that's uh, deprioritized the most is sleep because why sleep when we die we'll sleep and this leads to uh, this uh, downward spiral of oh do you know that uh, having less sleep works on your ghrelin levels which directly uh, affects your uh, cortisol yeah. levels and affects your appetite so less sleep means more need for carbs and for calories less sleep means lesser um, you remember less and you are uh, sucking at being creative yeah. and jobs and, and, and more so easily ir irritated irritable yeah yeah and and thank you for for outlining all of this. Uh, you you are quite aware what you need, and you are at the point where you know that you have to prioritize those things before other things can come, and you can be good at them. Uh, but if we have to break it down and start somewhere, usually, and we'll talk to about sleep in in a in a second. But usually, if someone understands that he has or he or she has a problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first thing that uh, they think about is I need physical activity, and uh, I, I, I've talked with uh, I've talked with people who wanted to start doing something, but it's indeed extremely hard for them because of the stress of the schedule. If you have kids, then it's hard mode. If you have more than one kid, it's hardcore. It's hardcore, <laughs> it's hardcore mode. It is, <laughs> and usually. I see those people struggle with, do I go to the gym? Where but, do I start? But if I go to the gym uh, in the evening, it, it's like mental. It's like uh, all, all those people over there, I, I don't know what to do. Or do I go in the mornings? But if I go in the mornings, then I sacrifice my sleep because I have to wake up early. And uh, wh what do I do? Where do I start? And usually people don't have a good idea for how many different sports they are. And the gym mm. is it's number one. for me. 
it's it's for and also there are also like uh, beliefs like the gym is not for me it's for stupid people or, or, or the gym is not for or me or how are people going to judge me in the gym because I'm not in a good shape and I'm a lady There's ego involved I'm old or I'm pretty like uh, I'm not like the people there etc yeah um there's oh, one oh, thing that we're missing yeah in in general as human uh, uh we are missing the the why we're missing why are we doing this because it's like as you're uh, Radu, you you put it as a list like i know this is good to be done this is good this is good this is good but why why do i want to do this or if you know you know why physical activity is good for yeah but you know it you rationalize it but this is not emotional choice it's a rational choice and we are mainly emotional creatures all right so the problem is that first of all in order to change the, the your life you need to realize that you want to change your life you really want it i mean there is a very very strong internal reason for doing this mm. it might be i had a client uh very successful business uh very very successful business and he was like i cannot get on the bicycle to ride with my son and this was killing him mm. i cannot ride my windsurf i cannot go on ski with him because i'm so much overweight my joints my knees are hurting i cannot do the things like a father does with his son and this is heartbreaking for him mm. but he realized this so let's start off with why is this important to me why is it important to me to 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 take care of my health first of all uh because i want to be able to uh do my favorite hobby for mm. example mm. because i want to take care of myself because if i don't take care of myself i'm like a single parent for example and i need to take care of my kids but if you don't take care of yourself now in a years time i don't want to be scaring you to death yeah. but uh you're not going to be 25 30 35 for long i mean next year you're, you're like usually for plus one, one and then <laughs> plus one and then yeah, in yeah. 10 years time you're like oh shit when did this happen mm. and now i need to be uh, taking care of not taking care of the people that i love mm. so there is this realization that you need to do it and then the reason why do i want to do it is the something that's going to keep you going out to run in the snow and the rain keep you going out to the gym when it's dark and it's cold keep you going um to whatever you're doing that's physical activity for you because you know this is important and you know that you want it and then you're like okay i know what i wanted and now what am i going to do and when you when you're at this level you're like uh the problem that i've seen from people is that are taking care of them their health is they want to start with everything at the same time they yes. want to get a fitness program uh, uh food regime some kind of a nutrition plan they want to have this uh 9 hour f- at least 8 hours of sleep and everything at the same time it doesn't work like this you need to start small start small and uh some sometimes people uh, are like don't understand that the the com- ac- accumulation of effort is putting in the results mm. so for example we we have this funny saying that you don't gr- gain weight between um christmas and new year's eve you gain Generally weight between yeah. new year's eve and christmas because yeah. you've doing been doing it to 11 and a half months mm. and then for one week you won't gain 10 kilos or 20 
It, it, it this is not how life works. But you're like, oh my god, I'm before Christmas I was like 80, now I'm like 90 kilos. No, let, let's be serious about this. You you cannot eat so much for your body to say, uh, I want to grow 10 kilos in one week or two. So, so would you would you recommend that I I really like this idea not starting with everything at once because mm. it will most probably you most probably crash, and it's going Definitely. to have uh, a negative effect. Would you recommend starting with physical activity or starting with nutrition? I, I would recommend starting with asking questions to let, yourself. Let's like, say let's say you're there. What's, what's the most there? Let okay. I, I would start with what's the most important thing that I need to uh, put in order to can so I can pile up on. It would be okay. Uh, first of all, I don't have time to train at the moment. Good. Then work on your the way that you eat. Everything, every decision in our life has pros and cons, and we need to be willing to pay the price because yeah. food might be yeah. Um, I food is going to be easy. It will be easy if you pay someone to cook for you and have meal prep for you, yeah. uh, or you need to pay with some extra time to meal prep for yourself. So it's either cash or time. You you decide, but you need to be willing to pay the price mm. to get the, the results. So you're like, okay, I'm going to put my food in order. You cut off extra calories. Uh, you can have coffee, no worries. Mm. Uh, just don't put sugar in it. You can have a lot of water. You but can that's I, I think that's that's a bad uh, bad thing to do. I think what's this, the bad th thing to this do? This is actually preventing a lot of people f following up. When you say don't put sugar in the coffee, because this is quite an extreme thing. Why not? Like it's 10 grams of sugar. It's not going to affect you in any way. It's rather don't eat the sneakers or eat half the sneakers. I think this is this uh, puts a lot of people off because when you've done it and when you are there and when you are aware, it's, you know, I'm not going to put sugar in my coffee because I don't need the sugar. But you have long walked a long way to get there but if you are just starting i mean i think this is detrimental uh and you you need to be really 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 slow with your steps towards improvement and don't put sugar in your coffee for me for someone who's just starting is extreme yeah but everything that you start putting on like on your diet plan or your workout plan is extreme I've seen people that are overweight coming to jujitsu. They cannot roll, they cannot make a roll front or back because they're too overweight. And in during warm up they're dead. Yep. So this is extreme. This is extreme for them. Yeah, but sometimes you need to uh go through this. You you need to it's it will be hard to change I'll I'll put it in another way. You've been developing this way of eating for the last 20, 20 years of your life. Yeah. And you want to change it from today for tomorrow. From this, like we said in Bulgarian, tomorrow and a new person. <laughs> this won't work like this. Yeah. So you need to start small, of course. But um, what I was referring towards lowering calories mm. in, in, in any way that you can, it's easy for you. Mean it might might mean alcohol. Might alcohol yeah. yeah, but uh, for someone that's uh, used to getting a po couple of beers every night, it's very it will be very hard. It's the same like same like the coffee. Yeah. But of course, we are very 
uh, smart in delivering uh, uh, turn, um, ways around. For example, when I was uh, sh- shredding and trying to get myself shredded last year, um, I was when I felt hungry for carbs or something sweet, I was going for like um, uh, sweet and car- uh, carbon drinks. Zero calories, but I got this, my brain gets this idea of eating something sweet. This is extreme example. I wouldn't recommend anyone trying to get in shape to to do this, but it might work, uh, because a bottle of two liters of cocoa might be like a, a couple of thousand calories, and a two liters of cocoa without sugar might be like zero or mm. like twenty, fifty, and it's a uh, two hundred times in- increase or something between ten and whatever. And these small things work, but uh, they need to be implemented every day on every meal small things small things and piling up uh, it will work only if you are able to measure where you were and what's happening what's the trend what's the OKR okay the OKR is in the next 30 days I'm going to write down my weight in the morning or I'm going to write down my weight once a week just to make sure I'm on the right path because what fuels motivation uh, there's nothing that fuels motivation better than results Mm. and when you're down like five kilos and you know that last time that you tried to lose weight uh, you couldn't do more than minus two you're like oh my god this works and this is the moment where your brain is like, yeah, let's keep going. Because you need, it's hard to implement new habits, but you need to make yourself capable of realizing that they lead you to a better place. It, it's like, I don't know if you do it in, in, in a way if in, the, in, the, in the industry, but Small as, a fitness, as a fitness coach, as someone that spent so much time helping people develop habits, people are, uh, um, they need these results to feel that they're doing something that it's yeah. not... Um, Their effort is worth it so eff- far. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. this fuels motivation immensely. Mm. And it can... G- I had a, uh, a case with a lady that lost 19 kilos in one year and told me that she has never been that fit in her life. Um, last time she was this this type of kilo, she was um, before she was pregnant with her first child. She had two. So her internal motivation was so strong that it led, you, led her there. There have been people that lost 10 kilos in the first month and they're like, yeah, then I can reward myself. And then there we go again. So it's that that's why I wanted to start with the internal motivation of what what leads you to towards the path of self improvement mm-hmm. and knowing what's there is going to keep you for a longest period and then having the results like uh saying yes you're doing the right job uh, keeps the motivation high as well so you're trying in every way possible to help yourself because um uh, I have this saying, you cannot make someone do the push-ups for you. Yeah. You, you can pay everyone to give you advice, to give you the best strategy ever. There's no such thing as best strategy ever because it, everything is personal. Thank you for that. It, it, yeah, but you pay and you do nothing and you expect results and you say, hey, but your program doesn't work. You have to do the work indeed. And uh, let's, go, let's go full circle here. I think 
uh, if you have a very strong internal intrinsic motivation, it's going to be easier for you. But not everyone is at that moment where they have like family or they have some some kind of uh, serious health care that will be pushing them for the rest of their lives. Uh, some folks just they feel something's not right. They want to do start doing something. They have kind of a semi intrinsic motivation and. What, what I've seen is going to the extreme actually uh, have a, ha, has a negative effect. And then they say, this is not working at all. Uh, I'm not going to train. I'm not going to eat because every time uh, I crash, it's even better, even more stress at work. And it's like a vicious circle. So you, you mentioned this um, like 15 minutes ago. But if we talk about physical activity, my biggest takeaway was realizing how many different sports there mm. are. You can categorize them in like cardiovascular and resistance training, basically running and sweating and uh, pushing and pulling weights. But there are so many sports that you will most certainly find something that works for you, but it needs some upfront effort to try. And there, of course, there are sports that require more... Um, you need to be skilled with with something. Coordination. Coordination, yeah, like more skill. If you play uh, tennis or squash, or squash, like me, you may be running a lot, but uh, your <laughs> your skill might not be as good. Which is great because I run a lot, and this this is why I, why why I go to squash. Some uh, people go to football because they can run a lot. Too many folks trying to jump in your legs and then uh, tears. But yeah, the, that's that's a different story. Uh, it's not only gym. And I think walking is extremely underrated. Like just going for a walk for not even an hour, 30, 40 minutes, just walking in a direction, then walking back. Unfortunately, in uh, Sofia, we have four months of not very walkable weather. <laughs> it's like winter. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine for you, <laughs> but it, it's quite cold. But I, I, I think that for me, this is really important. Figure out that there are a lot of different sports and someone will click for you. It mm. might not necessarily be gym or, or something else or jujitsu. Jujitsu definitely clicks for for you, and this is the important part. And the same thing goes for for nutrition because folks start with extreme diet. Like I will eliminate carbs from now on. That's it. Or I'll eliminate from meat today. From today, I, I will stop eating sweet. And I believe this is not working uh, at all. And it's a slow and steady uh, journey towards getting to, for example, the place where uh, Joro is. If you want to start somewhere, you can start with walking for 30 minutes every day. Just start with there. And then you're like, okay, I have the habit of doing something for 30 minutes every day. Then transform it to, okay, I'll be like uh, running for 30 minutes every day or jumping rope for skipping for 30 minutes a day. And then uh, when start with something small, you can up upgrade and upgrade and upgrade and upgrade, but starting from something small. And then uh, with time, improving. And the, the, this number of uh, sports is helpful, but you might be um, willing and very like keen on particular sport that you want to get back to. This is another way. Another way is, okay, what are my friends doing? What are my colleagues doing? Do you mm. know? When I started working out, my colleagues were like, ha, 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 you're always eating eggs. We need to make a, 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 
a, a den for a, a chicken uh, for hen to get eggs here directly <laughs> in the office. I was like, yeah, keep keep laughing, keep laughing. And one day I I'm eating lunch, I'm eating like uh, grilled meat and uh, a salad, and a colleague comes in like, can you give me advice what to eat? And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Now so we're talking. Don't don't listen to what I'm saying. Like. Uh, look what I'm doing and uh, if you talk the talk you have to walk the walk and at some point I even had colleagues I was working I was help, I was training my colleagues in the gym because for months and months they've been seeing me what kind of um, uh, energy do I have mm. uh, how did I look how uh, uh, like uh, how, how positive you carry was I? yourself and That's yeah did, did it um, working on yourself for men is like um, the makeup for the women. Like working out means I'm taking care of my body and I feel like I'm in good shape. And uh, it, it works miracles. I had a <laughs> a developer that was working in a, in an IT company just like yours, uh, one of my first uh, customers. And he was going to a dancing, uh, this um, uh, swing Salsa, dancing. Swing, 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 swing dancing. Right. And he was like, I'm dancing with these girls and uh, they have no interest in me whatsoever. He was a skinny guy. I was like, listen, just keep going to the gym. And it doesn't matter the ways that you do reps with. It's going to transform the way that l women look at you. Mm. And he was like, nah, you must be kidding me. <laughs> a couple of months later, one, one morning, we we're going to the gym. He's like, you were right. I'm like, what I was right about? <laughs> what was I right about? Yesterday I was dancing with this girl and she said, you're a different person. I mean, you're way more um, confident in, 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 in the dancing and it, it feels like uh, girls are way more um, uh, sensitive. Yeah. And when you take care of yourself and your body, the others are attracted towards it. The rest will follow. The rest follows, yeah. And if, if this is the problem that you're having and you like mm -hmm. stick to work because you cannot find a date, for example. And it can also work on your family life just to help uh, yourself get your mood out of the office towards your family. Just go for 30 minutes for an hour, do the lens in the, in the swimming pool, stay with your thoughts or the run for an hour. Um, Itzupak teacher, a very famous Bulgarian runner that uh, won the Vitusha 100 kilometers run for four years in a row and the record holder there. Uh, it's like a meditation. Running is like meditation. It's you and on your own. And uh, there, are, there are things that you can do. But if you don't realize that you have this problem, you don't treat it as a problem. Of course. So, therefore, why do I want to do it? Like, and everyone has their own answer for this. If, of course, yeah. And it usually starts with, I don't want to feel that miserable. Like, uh, and for, for various, for different folks, it's, it's a different thing. Like, mm. uh, I think two months ago, I was doing like zero physical activity and I, I felt really, really bad. Mm. Uh, like the stress levels at, at work, they don't change. They kind of remain constant. So that's, uh, that's, that's fine. And I, I knew that if I start going uh, three times a week uh, to, the, to the gym and then uh, start playing squash, uh, I would just crash because I've done this before. I, I've had the, the previous experience. And I decided to just tone it down a bit and started mm -hmm. with one day gym, one day squash, and little by little bu building it up. 
and it actually it actually worked really well it, it changed my energy levels and helped me get more sleep mm. and as you mentioned sleep the other thing that at least for me that i noticed related to stress is it makes a big difference to know that you are currently under stress because some things are happening but this won't be the case in two days like in two days you can be completely relaxed and recharged and once you experience this handling stress and handling bigger workloads gets more easy because you know that this is not going to be forever i'm going to rest and recharge and i'm going to be good again next week at least this this made made the difference for me because before this i was thinking this is going on forever and i feel i don't have the energy to carry on forever like once you make this mental switch like oh this is not for it's like weekend is coming you will rest for a day you will go for a walk with with your wife and next week you're going to be as good as new i think this also helps a lot if people are feeling overwhelmed and feeling like things will continue uh forever like the workloads and so and the stress what helps you that's a great question <laughs> What helps me? Well, walking. Mm. Walking and refreshing my mind, spending some family time helps mm -hmm. me a lot. Uh, that, that's what I'm doing right mm. now. And it definitely helps. Uh, sport, sport, of course, helps me, but sometimes just, just a walk is enough. Uh, probably not enough, but it does the job. In terms of mm. in terms of stress levels and uh, feeling better, sleeping better. I have a very very favorite uh, quote that I want to share with you. Uh, probably right now is the is the best time. Uh, when I was reading *Sapiens* by Harari, and there's a quote here that we are born in the last second of the added time of a football game. In terms of uh, the the span of the civilization of the human civilization, so why are we trying to Why do we believe that we can change the way that the evolution had for, through all this football game and at a mm -hmm. time has created us to be in in just like some kind of a, a second or two? Um, what it, it comes to say that movement has always been a vital part of humanity, sleep as well, so and food. But we can go longer periods without without food. Food is nice to have it's a bonus it's a few but if we take care of our sleep and our movement mm -hmm. everything can get to a, a pretty decent place and movement can be walking walking is uh tiresome enough at for uh, for a long walk to um to get your muscles running to get your blood pumping in a in a way it's the the best thing you can do if you're overweight a lot You can plan some eight, ten thousand steps per day just to have a nice, pleasant walk around. And then, up upgrading is like a vitamin. It's something that's nice to have, but not the most important thing. The second quote is Benjamin Franklin, my favorite quote: "Early to bed, early to rise makes men healthy, wealthy, and wise." Mm -hmm. And um, uh, people that want to sleep longer, they're like, I cannot, I wake up in the morning and I'm like underslept. When did you go to bed? Ah, around 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Mm. It's called midnight. Midnight is 00.00. .00. Mm. 
and uh, going to bed after midnight means that you're having half a night of sleep. I go to bed around 10 and uh, it's, um, it's, it's massive. I wake up at 6 and I'm like, let's go. I have this energy that's coming through this uh, this period of sleep. You have human growth hormone uh, secretion is uh, way higher before midnight. Uh, the circadian rhythms, and yeah, some people are very creative in the night. But it's uh, it comes to say that you need to have early. Uh, it's two habits that are interconnected. Go to bed early, wake up early, and you're like uh, well rested. Don't go to bed late and wake up early. It, it doesn't work like this. It's like you, it cannot be one, one, one of these. And um, it's um, the whole uh, situation with, with, with movement uh, also creates this stigma of like, are you training? Oh, no, I'm not training. So uh, you're a bad person. You're not a bad person. It's, it's, it's a balance of life. But if you have achieved prof- professional success, if you had per- if you have achieved personal success you have a family you have kids this means that you can succeed in something simple as just moving yeah. and uh uh treat it the way that you treated the things that you became successful in because uh, i admire people that have two three kids i mean before i even had one and i was like you're a successful person <laughs> like Take care of your body so you can have more time with with the people that that are important to you, and uh, it's just treat your body like it's another child of yours. Yeah. If I don't put effort into my podcast, it won't grow. If I don't put effort into my body, it won't uh, continue to uh, deteriorate slower. It will deteriorate quicker uh, because everything else in my life, the stress, the lack of sleep or waking up during the night because of the baby, etc., etc., it pays the price. And I'm paying the price with my with my body. And uh, then we're going to slowly and steadily uh, go into... Um, we will crash and not know how we got there. Yeah, We will I, get a health scare and not know how we got there. And it's it's simple. There are simple things. Simple and free things can work miracles for you. Yeah. I think I I really like how this uh, how this episode turned out because we we had uh, for the cameras we have a some kind of a structure that we prepare with the with the guest. It was but so unstructured. <laughs> it was it was unstructured, and I I really liked it because there was a lot of things to be said uh, and. Now is the time to address uh, something that Joro's uh, doing mm-hmm. with, uh, I think, Lime Chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you say the name? Uh, longev- longevity. Longevity. It's like longevity and IT because it's it's in Bulgarian, unfortunately. It's in Bulgarian, yeah. But it's uh, for the IT sector because um, uh, Georgi and uh, the people in Lime Chain, they're mm-hmm. a um, blockchain development company, not yeah. only. Uh, and they they were like, okay, our colleagues have this um, community in our in in our company that is uh, talking about longevity practices, nutrition, uh, food, sleep, uh, psychologists, etc., etc., etc. And we gathered some local knowledge to be helpful. Uh, but what I would like to advise everyone that's looking at the, at us at the moment mm. or listening to us, think about people. Uh, that have their health status where you want your health status to be. They <laughs> uh, don't um, try to 
follow people that are Mr. Olympias or like Olympic champions. Very well. Just said. think about like a colleague of yours that's in a good physical shape. Ask him what he's training, what he's doing, what he's eating. Try to replicate. And uh, same thing for ladies, of course. Mm. Someone is in shape. Ask them what they do, what they train. Uh, find like go buddies, people that you do things with. So you're like uh, responsible to go and accountability partners, etc., etc. And uh, it is. It can be simple as that. Change your environment. If you, if everyone in your, the people that you are spending time with is like keen on alcohol and uh, smokes a lot, you cannot expect yourself to be in a very good physical shape for a long period of time. Just um, put yourselves in positions that you strive in and you improve and you become a better person compared to your yesterday's uh, situation. Because it's, uh, it's one of the ways. You're either going to be uh, pulled up or you're going to be pulled down. Your choice. That's not easy at all. I mean, uh, no, ch I'm changing your own environment is something that, oh, no. you know. <laughs> I never said easy, did I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just <laughs> finding new friends and leaving all your old friends. Well, you not don't necessarily need to leave them. Extreme, yeah. You put yourselves in different situations. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that sounds right. But but I think it practice is really really hard to achieve to to change the environment around you. But you don't change it all the time. You have you're meeting up with your friends, and uh, you also have a, a different type of friends that you do something different with. Mm -hmm. For example, if you want to join a book club, it's it doesn't mean you need to stop uh, going out with your friends and don't read books. It means that you meet new friends that love to read books and you love to read books too, and. Um, I had this problem with my my best friends. By the way, at some point they got a bit a bit like uh, aggressive towards me. Like, you don't want to uh, spend some time with us. I'm like, I really don't need to play PlayStation Four and then drink beers the whole Saturday. I mean, I wanted to meet inspiring people, and this was some kind of a internal why that I had. I want to meet with people that I want to be like, and this doesn't mean that you're bad people. It means that. I need something else in my life at the moment. And right now I'm spending time with them, seeing each other from uh, every now and again. But the same thing goes with when you have a family and everyone's like, yeah, you stopped going out with us. Yeah, because my daughter needs to go to sleep at eight and I want to see her because I work until seven and I need to spend some time with her. So if if you, if you I'm uh, I need to choose between my friends and my daughter, uh, sorry friends at the moment, but she yeah. will grow. And then we can do things together. This is how life goes. And life is a, the only thing that's certain is change. Mm. So you can speed up change in a positive way by trying things that you haven't tried to achieve the results that you didn't have. And the other way around, if you want to keep getting what you're getting, keep doing what you're doing. Do I sound like a Tony Robbins now? <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps just, just to balance it a bit, I, I mean... Uh, because people tend to strive for perfection or the best uh, program or the best diet, uh, and they start listening to all kinds of podcasts, which are great podcasts, but they then start doing everything that Andrew Huberman is saying to them, which will not work. Uh, and I mean, it's okay for uh, for everything not to be perfect. It's the 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 most important thing, as Georgi said, as Joro said, is. Find what makes you progress in a in a positive way and expand expand on it little by little, 
and things accumulate and then it, it will start yielding results. But for sure, just don't start uh, fitnessing, dieting, listening to podcasts, taking supplements and all that, all that jazz at once because it will not have good results. Yeah, no, it, it might have because there are committed people. But uh, on the other hand, uh, it might uh, turn you down. Uh, it's a gamble. It is a gamble. So knowing yourself is the best way to go around. Uh, see what worked, what didn't. Try different things and be um, experiment. Mm, mm, Because experimenting mm. is going to take you to what, what works best and what doesn't work. Uh, and you will know for future reference if you need to. But I had people that I only give them programs and they're like absolute machines, no questions, nothing. They're like self-accountable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But people are different. There are people that are hundreds of emails, thousands of messages, and you cannot simply answer to all their questions. And they both receive, get results. And you're like, what's the right answer? There is no, There's no unified answer. Yeah. It means that people are different. People need different ways of uh, uh, external motivation. And also, um, it means that uh, you need to dig deep into your own self because you are only responsible for your own results. No one else is responsible. Uh, I love hearing about... Ah, the food in the uh, like the the, the big uh, shopping centers and the shops is uh, GMO or whatever. It's a bad food. It's it's calories are calories. It's it's science. Calories are calories. Stick to calories, and there's uh, um, this um, equation the equation about input output of energy. You're like, okay, if 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 you have this logical way of thinking, think about income and output of energy if you are more into like emotions try to find emotional ways to 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 help yourself or to support yourself or yeah. get into groups or find the the people that you train with um put like a very very small goal like i want to compete in a in a marathon mm -hmm. or whatever really provokes you to to be persistent There is another quote here. It's by Bill Gates. It says, people overestimate what they can do in one year and underestimate what they can do in 10. So if you if you plan yourself in 10 years, how would you like to look like? What would you like to have in your life as in terms of uh, movement, in terms of everything that's related to towards you and your uh, communication and... Uh, um, like connections with others, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just think about a northern star that you can develop for yourself so you know what what, what path you're going on. Because for me, every day starts with the most important thing, to have a workout, hmm. period. Simple as that. I don't need to ch check my meal plan. I just need to do the training. Bless you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Uh, Joro balanced my balancing point. I think, uh, I think that's we we arrived at the famous. It depends. It's it's <laughs> it's very personal, uh, but I believe people will 
find something and then they will follow up because we cannot achieve this in uh, hour and a half almost two hours i think yeah hour and a half let's let's leave it here so we can have further further uh, topics to discuss in the future i think i think even being constructed, this turned out to be a great episode. And for the Bulgarian listeners, I highly recommend uh, you go listen to first Joro's podcast and then the Longevai. I cannot say it. Longevai T. It's part of the Superhuman podcast. Yeah. It's like Svrk Čuvekac YouTube it's, and yeah, Spotify. Yeah, it's in that channel. YouTube channel. Uh, I was looking for it. Um, and yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining uh, our Hackcast. This is season four, episode number four. Uh, at least for me, I really enjoyed. Mm. I really enjoyed the discussions. It was great. For me, uh, I would like to thank you first for uh, being a, a partner of the Superhuman Podcast. From I remember uh, talking to you, Rado, on one eleven, one fifteen was the podcast number, and uh, taking Five you years ago, yeah. Uh, taking you to the parking lot and talking and then I come back and I check my Patreon page and there's uh, Rado supporting the podcast which was it was huge for me back then because the podcast monetized itself actually from people that really liked what I was doing and it has not been marketed it was just growing organically then um, having uh, Teddy send uh, this message and I was uh, invited to Oh, Hakkonfs, and I really hope to see Hakkonf again uh, sooner or later. <laughs> uh, being there, meeting amazing people like Eddie, for example, mm. uh, being part of the discussions of the workshops. I've met amazing people that I've invited to the podcast, like Alex Popov, for example, one of the people that brought us um, Uber Engineering here in Sofia, etc., etc. And also for you as Hacksoft to supporting uh, for supporting my podcast at the moment, and it it it, it means it means the world the world, and I'm really uh, everything that I built was part of this win-win mentality, mm. and uh, I know that. Today was unstructured, but if someone has a question, uh, ask it in the comments. Um, yes. Everyone might have a different question, so I'll I'll promise to answer to every question that's there. I'm going to point you towards things that I believe that are um, valuable or might give you an answer. Because um, uh, as uh, one of my... Uh, favorite quote says the quality of your questions determine the quality of your life it's not about answers we can tell you eat uh, uh, more veggies eat more meat uh, drink more water and you're going to be fit yeah but no there's uh, like it i always say in my podcast because that, that there's a lot of context because it's longer format but um, if you don't have the ability to ask questions and keep working deeper towards uh, what lies behind and further in depth into this particular problem. Okay, I am overweight. Why am I moving? Am I uh, eating properly? Am I sleeping enough? Am I feeling in a way emotionally suppressed? Then you can start with, you go to therapist, talk to him about all these things. Start digging, digging, digging with questions. And then sooner or later you start figuring out, okay, this is a trend. This is something that's keep going and uh, repeating. Mm -hmm. And um, questions are more important than answers. In the term uh, that we're discussing, in the, in the topic that we're discussing today, health, it's even deeper than that. So 
keep asking yourselves because you are the only pe uh, people that are responsible for your own health. So mm -hmm. ask yourselves questions like we are here between us, but do it to yourself because no one is going to judge you. No one is going to be um, to care what you're asking yourself. Just making an, uh, a small process. It might be journaling or whatever, whatever works for you. And uh, the last thing would be um, look for people that are um, you have this win-win uh, mentality to work together because it's not uh, the world is full of opportunities for everything for food for uh, movement for activities for training just find your thing it's uh, it's a massively uh, full of opportunities where that um, is going to be easier for you to find your things or to see what's not your thing and keep keep looking And uh, yeah, I would like to invite your uh, viewers to subscribe because you're giving a very nice <laughs> keyboard away uh, for 1,000 subscribers. We were Ooh. planning on um, including a separate uh, cut that we filmed with uh, Teddy, but uh, let's let's show the no, no, yeah. it, it does key. Oh, may I see it? I've always l l listened to you guys talk about this keyboard, professional. That's a really nice keyboard, by the way. If you are working professionally with a keyboard, it's a really really nice keyboard. And we are almost at a uh, thousand subscribers. I think almost 150 more and then we will pick one of you thousand and send you this beautiful keyboard so please subscribe so we can get rid of this keyboard because we're just passing it around in the office and people are asking oh can i can i take this keyboard i will subscribe with all my Keep youtube subscribing yeah. and what's a full n key rollover there's a list spinning thing on, on the keyboard. Well, volume no. this is a volume control really plus you can program it to do other things oh right awesome i'm a key uh, gamer by the way and uh i i really loved keyboards so yeah and we have one more thing for you before we Ooh. finish uh we usually do this after we're done recording but we decided it's better to pass the, the gift for the guest while we're recording it's a cake cheesecake no nope. <laughs> i think there may might I, be some may i open it of course Okay. I Ooh. will come here keyboard. Come here keyboard. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I love gifts. Thank you so much. Is it Christmas already? Almost. Almost. <gasps> All right. Oh, so yeah, socks. We and have we have socks, a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that's nice. And some artisanal uh um, Walk the extra mile. I will walk the extra mile. Oh, t-shirt. <laughs> yes. I have a t-shirt, but I'll have another t-shirt, of t-shirt. And this is uh To spice up uh, and uh, sugary my uh, my coffee, <laughs> what makes people powerful, money and status, fixing bugs in other people's code. Yeah, we love memes. Yeah, we are a meme company. So, Georgi, thank you very much. It was an extremely interesting uh, conversation. Much for people to follow up mm. again. As Georgi said, ask questions. Uh, he will uh, answer and guide you towards the right direction. And that was it. Before asking the questions, like and subscribe because it helps a lot. Like and subscribe, it helps a lot. It helps us run this uh, run this podcast. It makes Teddy happy. Teddy's right now with smiles up to her ears. If this is the right way to say it in English, uh, that's it. Put comments in because comments help the algorithm and will help uh, Hacksoft as well yeah. to improve. If you're watching in YouTube, of course, but if you're in Spotify or any uh, audio platform, just tell your friends that there's this amazing Bulgarian podcast of people that are sharing their um, knowledge and experience in building an IT company yep. here in Bulgaria. And uh, thank you on uh, their behalf for doing it.
Bye. Bye.